been a while since I was dehydrated. Uh, I had constipation, so I yeah. Uh, yeah, I haven't had constipation for ages. No, it's really nice being well able lubed to say that. down there. Well lubed. Yeah. I know. I feel quite braggy about that, don't you? Yeah, yeah. It's because I take magnesium citrate every day. Oh uh, yeah, I forget you do that. It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off the limit for these potty mouth foul mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no. holes barred. Hello, Victoria. Hello. I thought you, I thought you called me Victor. <laughs> Victor. Victor. Excuse me. Victor um, I'm just, just makes me think of someone terrifying. Oh, really? It, it could. It, to me, it sounds like a potential penis name. No, it, it makes me think of a sinister person that will stab you in your sleep. Great. So that's like the male version of my name. It makes you think well, of a fucking murderer. Yeah. How are you, Laura? How's your week been? It's been all right, mate. When this podcast is released, I will officially be an author. Oh, or am I already an author? You are I don't really know. already an author because technically I? you've already done I'm the book it. and it's been printed, right? Yeah, so anal sphincter is literally dragging on the floor like all the time at the moment. I've got so many stress spots on my face from the really? sheer terror. Yeah, because now it's going on proper hardcore actual sales. So if you purchase it tomorrow, sorry, on Thursday, um, then you'll be able to like get the hard physical copy like the next day, won't you? Yeah, <laughs> I've got mine. <laughs> anyway, anyway, fuck all of this chat. How are you? Um, I mean, I couldn't be any more of a middle class wanker right now because oh, I am God. drinking a turmeric tea. Um, not only is it a turmeric tea, it's an energized turmeric tea. Do and... you even understand how fucking grotesque that is? <laughs> I know when I made this cup of tea before I came upstairs to record this podcast, the thought that went through my mind was Laura is going to be disgusted. By I'm, I'm livid. If you could see my face right now, it is so turned up, but that my lips have almost parted at an unimaginable space. What's wrong yeah. with that? What's wrong with the turmeric tea? tea? That's like drinking hot squash. No, it's not. It's fiery. It's good for the immune oh system. God. There's so many benefits. I could go on, but um, I don't actually know what they are. So I, I would, honest to God, much rather snort a line of turmeric than drink a hot cup of it. I have a real issue with flavoured hot drinks. Do you? Oh, God. I don't know why. It just doesn't surprise, <laughs> doesn't surprise me. doesn't surprise me. I I've got a real issue with it. When my nan, um, I used to go round to her house, she would make me sit in bed and drink a hot cup of squash but the worst thing about it is she put about seven tablespoons of sugar in it and she would be like you need to drink this because it's good for you i was like i'm pretty sure actually this is the most horrific thing you could ever give my teeth are gonna fall out my nan used to make me not wear pants to bed like you because she used to say it would give your fanny a good airing she never said fanny um that's so hilarious what did she call your fanny did you have like a family nickname for the minge uh, Nunu. <laughs> Ours was fairy. It's quite a common one, fairy. Isn't yeah, it? always fairy. We used to uh, we used to laugh our absolute heads off at um, for dear shit. What was it for hands? The the mild green fairy liquid. Fanny liquid. Fanny liquid. Green fanny liquid. Get it checked out, kids. Yeah. Wow. If it is green, <laughs> you have got some serious fucking issues. That's gone rear babes. It's gone nice. rear. Green flaps. Green. Oh, not nice. Although I'm not, I'm not 100 sure whether blue waffle is actually a oh, real gosh. thing. 
Yeah, blue waffle. Is that a real thing though? Because I and I, I don't Google it because of every time I do, I I feel very traumatized. I don't know. The only reason I I've know about it is because you told me about it. So then I googled it and I was See? horrified. It's like two girls, one cup. You only Google it once, right? My ass. <laughs> so I swear, God, if I shit in a cup, it would just be like brown gravy in a cup. This heat has done something to my digestive system. My digestive so- biscuits. <laughs> Um, well, that's been Rob all week because he's had the oh, mega shit vom athons. It's oh, been uh, something, quite something to witness. Um, I've just had the absolute fear of contracting um, bum germs. My, my burning question, did you get it? No. Because I went full, complete, psycho, utter, bitch. psycho OCD, yeah. lunatic and bleached everything in the house pretty much pretty much made rob like a holster belt that he could <laughs> put a pack of disinfectant wipes into so everything that he touched he would wipe down with a little wipe you are very clever did the kids catch it they didn't catch it either oh, so luckily God. uh because we've got a bathroom two bathrooms got one in the attic i i made him use that one for his yeah. um sessions absolutely so it was so bad i mean it is next to the office so every so often he'd just run up the stairs and then be like <laughs> Like that for about 15 minutes and then just his shit just sounded like piss it was just wow it was horrible that- although it did make me laugh a lot i got a lot of laughs out of it at his expense it's like the first time that you ever go on holiday with a boyfriend and you haven't thought about it and then you get there and you realize that the toilet is only <laughs> like literally two meters away from the bed two meters from the bed and the door is like a fucking piece of paper and you're like what the fuck am i gonna do i'm gonna have to do a poo we're here for 48 hours a poo is exiting my bum hole at some point (laughs) how do you deal with that especially if it's like a sexy weekend yeah i remember us going to the dominican republic fucking years ago and you know when you just get like that grumble that griping pain you're like oh i'm t minus 15 minutes away from shitting my pants and we were quite far away from our our room and i said to steve i was like i'm just gonna take the keys and i'm just gonna go i'll be back in a minute he was like, oh, I'm not letting you walk on your own. I was like, I would like it if you did. He was like, yeah, I'm not going to. Wherever you're going, I'm going with you because you could be grabbed. And so <laughs> I was walking so fast that he actually said to me at one point, we were probably about 15 minutes away from my room. He was like, Laura, my feet are hurting so bad. I was probably about 15 paces in front of him. And I remember running up the stairs and I shouted at him, turned the TV on really fucking loud because I didn't <laughs> hear him to hear me. Uh, I, I am, I am the shit. It's horrible. You turn on the tap, you turn on the shower, Shower. you try and pad out the toilet bowl and then you make paper so you make. Yeah, and (laughs) then I'm just gonna have a really long shower while the smell goes. Yeah, exactly. It's like wow. And then roll forward to now, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck if you. No, the door's open. The door is open, and I'm staring at him, giving him long, hard eye contact. Especially if it's like the diarrhea, you know, where it just kind of, it just hits quite oh, quickly. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I farted in front of Rob, I think about two weeks into our relationship. I couldn't I, hold it in. I and think been it shows together. the strength of a relationship. Yeah. I mean, it, it was hilarious. We were in the living room together. So I lived on my own when I met him and um, he pretty much moved into my house about three weeks after we'd met anyway. But um, he was round and we were sitting in the living room and we'd been together all for probably about three days. I was like, oh God, I've got the worst stomach ache. He's like, are you okay? You're right. Is there anything? Can I get you in there? I'm like, no, not really. I just, I think I just really need to do like a massive blow off. Um, but I'm just, I don't think I could do it in front of you. And he was like, well, just go and stand in the hallway then. So I went and stood 
in the hallway and literally the biggest fart that you've ever heard in your life. It was like, <laughs> and then it, it that went on for so long that there was no noise. Like it act, the mic actually stopped working at the sheer sound of your fart. And then he just said, he just laughed. He was like, fucking hell. I have never heard anything like it. Um, so Laura, what did you think of my magical Play-Doh creation? Um, Mate. that I shared of my vagina. Sorry, uh, correction, vulva. Uh, I, I think the only thing is, is that you robbed me of the opportunity. I, I just, I really wanted to go to town on this and I went through Toby's Play-Doh and I've got one that's smushed with purple and white, which I thought could look a lot like a disease. Um, and then there's, and, and there's a green one, uh, which I think is you know disease. a a venereal disease so yeah, yeah. correct yeah um but i still think there's I, I room think for your interpretation beautiful. though babes and i'm gonna go to the shops so i'm gonna buy some just you this. need to make your own as well i think we need some play-doh minge twins shall I, shall I make my vulva yes and then it can be my vulva and your vulva they yes. can be best friends vulva friends for life Um, but we we actually did a poll on our instagram page as always uh, and we asked a couple of questions are you ready for the results yeah i'm absolutely intrigued by the answers the first question that we asked was do you know that the outer part of the female genitalia always makes me think of genitalia uh sorry to all the genitalias out there is called a vulva how many do you think said yes i think probably a lot less than you'd imagine simply Mm -hmm. because people get that terminology wrong all the time Mm -hmm. um and at school i don't ever remember being taught that that part of your uh genitalia Mm -hmm. um was called a vulva it's always referred to as a vagina tampon in that was it it was like you're good to go yeah and put a condom on a banana which is oh, never ours was helped. a cucumber which was also fucking horrifically cringe so what are the results uh, so the results are 94 yes oh, so good. our ladies and our gents they know they're minges so um the next question we asked was have you ever worried about the appearance of your vulva i think it's going to be quite high on yes i would say at least 50 percent. oh you are bloody close 53 Oh, fucking hell. You don't win an award, but you can be smug. I, I will be. Any yeah. opportunity to be smug. I, I think that's because we have very little point of reference as to yeah. what another woman's vulva looks like other than porn. Yeah. yeah. And and porn is the most unrealistic image of what a female looks like, generally. Yeah. I mean, I mean they I'm have not all saying... like badge surgery and shit, don't they? Yeah. And also, I think that, again, that's something that's not talked about in school, like the difference of yeah. vaginas and like how they can look completely different and how that's totally normal. Because you can kind of look at your own and be like, holy shit, mine is completely fucking broken. Yeah. Mine doesn't look like a bun. Mine looks more like a hanging ham. But hanging <laughs> hams and buns are, you know, hello. They're all good. I mean, what even is normal? Normal doesn't exist, does it? No, no, it doesn't. And I also think that like... I know there's some parents that have a real issue about having their children talk that in depth about bodies and sex and so on in school. But I honestly implore it. I think it's such a valuable tool for kids to grow up and know that however their body ends up, boys and girls, it's totally okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because she's been carrying that 
you know massive wedge of a fanny flap for for, for, yeah well her buns she's actually not the the big fat fanny so with the kids i we are really naked a lot in front of the kids and they i mean kids just love being naked as well don't they yeah actually you know like growing up i'm one of three daughters yeah. Um, and then obviously I have my mum. And uh, I, I did see a lot of Minge growing up because we were really quite a naked family. Yeah. Um, so, and we all looked different. So I don't think, I don't think I ever really questioned if my fanny was normal because I'd seen no, quite I a lot of them. Admit, I, I remember seeing my grands as well. Sweet wow. Never saw my nans. Yeah. Never it, was, saw my nans it looked That's... like a pensioner. Oof. I don't know how I feel about that. (laughs) It was beautiful. Was it? I just remember being so surprised at how hairless it was. And that wasn't through choice. I think it was just naturally as you get stuff. And yeah, and like her pants had worn away, literally grated away her pubes. I Um, wish my pants had wear away my fucking pubes now. Because to be honest with you, the the pubic line seems to just grow wider out of my pants. Can I give a little shout out to an excellent Instagram account that I follow yes. called The Vulva Gallery? It is so good. Um, so uh, just to give it a bit of context, yeah, yes. it's just called the the dot vulva dot gallery, yeah. um, and it's all just illustrations of women's actual vaginas um, and vulvas. And it's just a celebration of clam. So go follow them. Absolutely. Go follow them. And if you spot one and go, oh my God, that's my vagina. A little bit like a mugshot lineup. You yeah. can be like, hey, I have a pussy twin somewhere in the world. And it could be there could pussy be a whole, whole pussy <laughs> twin. You can reach out to them and say, hey, can we get together and clap clams together? And um, I think this is this next question. The answer is going to blow your mind because it actually surprised me. okay the final question was has it ever impacted your sex life what do you think the percentage of yes was 85 percent. oh my god i I nearly climaxed then because in actual fact you got it right but the other way around oh really 85 percent. no i really thought that this would be much higher i thought there would be a lot more women saying that they were worried they were worried embarrassed or ashamed and you know what we have actually had quite a few messages of women who do say that it's massively impacted their sex lives it's massively impacted their lives in general of how it looks they won't be naked in front of their partners you know they they don't like to touch that part of their body and I think it's so sad because like what you've just said the vulva gallery we need to celebrate the fact that they are so different and that is absolutely okay I'm just scrolling through it now and I, it's amazing looking at them like this because there's 1,500 posts and the majority of them are these illustrations of real-life women's vulvas. Oh, my um, goodness. I just, I'm on it now. They look so, they look so fucking different. That's yeah. what I really love about it. They're all so unique. And, I mean, now all I can see when I close my eyes is the imprint of Minge. Uh, I don't know about you, but I, I actually have a story. And although it's not necessarily about the vulva and about the stories that, you know, of the poll, it is so funny that I was crying reading it. And I thought, I've just got to share it in this, in this moment. Uh, so this is, it starts out and it sounds quite horrific, but just stick with me, okay? Uh, So when I was little, like seven or so, I was riding my brother's, my friend's brother's bike, sorry. And when I raised off the saddle to pedal harder, the seat flipped point up. 
So when I sat back down, the point went as far up my vaginal vag as it possibly could. Oh. Yeah, fucking hell. There was blood quite a bit. Oh. It actually broke my hymen, leaving a skin tag right at the vag entrance. This was of no concern to me as a seven-year-old, but it kind of was when I was 18 plus. Yes, I was a good girl that waited, wish I hadn't now. I knew I was going to get some action with a potential actual more than a few dates boyfriend and decided this skin tag had to go for fear it would catch between his teeth. Oh, hang on. I took the same approach as I did when I pierced my own ears when I was 14, which was to numb the area with an ice cube. Oh my God. Wait, wait, wait. That done, I snipped it off with my new nail clippers sorted i then found out my fucked hard of a brother forever nicking my stuff asked for the clippers as he had been using it to gouge out his huge veruca <laughs> colossal cunt night cancelled and i slapped on the pseudocreme which was futile he then says in his actual monotone voice oh yeah don't use that because I shagged some girl in a car and picked her up from a bus stop and stuck my dick in the pot because I didn't know what she had. <laughs> I'm not oh. sure if that's incest by proxy or not, but I'd been using that cream on a spot on my face. Her <laughs> <laughs> brother's knob had been in the cream. I just thought it was, there's so, there's so much to that story. She was seven and she lost her virginity to a bike. And <laughs> Ranley. And then she fucking cut, I mean, she's hardcore. She cut a skin tag off of her vagina with fucking nail clippers. You can't just Mm. fucking self-cut off a skin tag, can you? She did. (laughs) Can I tell you my story about um, just me generally as a child? Like, I was pretty uh, (laughs) intensely anxious about everything. Yeah, hello. And any skill that I had to learn... That, that other kids would learn very quickly and at a very young age it took me probably about eight times as long to learn so riding a bike without the stabilizers was a huge ordeal for me <laughs> this i mean this isn't embarrassing my dad sort of made this contraption out of a <laughs> piece of scaffolding board that he attached to the back of my bike like hello do you want me to fucking be bullied anymore and he would hold it I'd like stood really far away from me as I you know cycled and it took weeks and weeks and weeks on end of me cycling around this same park with a fucking piece of scaffolding board stuck out the back of my bike and it was like you're 22 Victoria you need to really learn how to ride a bike now and in the end he just let go one day and I was cycling just going you're still there dad you're still there you're still there, Dad. You're still there. And he was like, didn't say anything. And then obviously I turned around and saw that it wasn't there and just immediately fell off the bike and really hurt myself. But I remember when I'd learned to ride my bike and obviously clearly not blessed with the most highest intellectual count in the world. And I remember riding back from the shop and then my front wheel was making the most obnoxiously loud noise. I was like, for fuck's sake, it was really pissing me off. I was still in junior school. And while riding on the road, I thought, I know what will be a good idea. In effectively a flasher Mac, by the way, my fashion (laughs) sense was off the charts. I'll kick the wheel. Now, I don't know if you've ever tried to kick a wheel while it's in transit, but what (laughs) tends to happen is it will just basically suck your foot in and and it will catapult (laughs) you. 
and I catapulted through the air and the bike was stuck around my waist and my foot was still stuck inside the spokes. I was just like, oh my God, what just happened? In my flashing Mac. Like but nobody came to least, my aid because I looked terrifying. At least, mate, it didn't penetrate your vagina. It could have been worse. It could have been so much worse. <laughs> but my hymen was intact. All over my back. <laughs> I think on that on that pleasant note, I I don't know whether we should move on from Volvers and kind of kickstart stories. Yeah, let's do it. Should we do it? On to the stories. Um, so this is yeah, less of a story, but I just thought it was a good conversation to have. Um, because it's kind of off the back of something that we talked about in a previous episode. Um okay. so it's from a young lady and she starts off her email by saying, Fucking yes, ladies. All in capitals. Love, Love it. Her already. Um this listening to you guys is like talking graphic and filthy shit with my mates, but without them judging. I love that. Because yes, actually, that. yeah, she's right. Like sometimes you, you know, if you're a particular friend, you might not share all the details with because you know that they are definitely going to judge you. <laughs> but there's no judgment here we have no judgment um so please discuss the girls on top issue in more detail in fact can we just talk about all positions i thought girls loved being on top except for me until i heard your podcast last week and a uh, podcast last week and felt intrigued as to why it's even a thing if we all hate it um i the films just show it and it always looks really awesome uh like sharon stone your basic instinct throwing her head back climaxing like a goddess etc etc with pert tits in the air his hands on her six pack but whenever i'm coaxed into it i don't know what the fuck to do how to move and feel so conscious that my weight is cutting off circulation to his legs that i just feel like an utter plank and can't wait for him to get off sometimes i even say i need you from behind just so i can get out of the position he says it's the best view ever but i can't help thinking it feels disappointing because when i do start to do it i think nothing feels right and then he fucking falls out of me <laughs> and then he falls out of me yeah <laughs> accidentally poked you in the bum we've all had that situation oh, before on top our oh, whips um have we got on top really yeah, like if you've ever gone As on top and you've down. gone and, and yeah, or you're going a little bit too vigorous and then there's just like a, a whole, you know, when everything's just a little bit too slippery. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, definitely. And, and yeah. there's like the slippery, it's Snake. like a slippery eel. Yeah, that just kind of... <laughs> And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, so what do we think about that? We both of us said that we weren't, it was not our favorite position at all. In fact, it's our least favorite position. It is my least favorite position, but I have to say there were a lot of women that messaged off the back of that um piece in the episode and said that they disagreed with us and said that they loved it because they were in control. It meant that they climaxed when they wanted to and that they could make it last as long as they basically wanted it to as well. Okay. So, because I don't like it. I personally don't get anything out of it. And I can also relate to what she's saying. There is sometimes a bit where you're like, oh, I can't find my fucking rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. You just lose it. And then you're like, oh yeah, this is so awkward and clunky. Yeah. How yeah. is this enjoyable? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Rob loves it. It's definitely his favorite. What is your uh, sexual, what is your favorite position? If you don't mind me asking, what's your favorite? don't mind me asking. Um, I it changes I, I think I don't think I've got like one particular one that I love I think it probably depends as well as like where you are on the 
not submissive dominant vibes so I'd say that I prefer to be a bit more submissive than dominant no weirdly I like to be submissive it's weird because I'm not a submissive person and massive gobby fucking cunts but in the bedroom in the bedroom I like him to be really dominant yeah same so I think that is probably why then neither of us really like the on top vibes because we're yeah. the more the, the dominant one there. Um, it has been good, and I have definitely come from being on top. But uh, it's just I'm just like oh, I just can't be bothered. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot just of so work. much effort. And then, like I said as well, I feel so self conscious now. More, uh, not when I was younger, but now having had two kids and just it's my tits, man. They're just out of control. I just can't. And the thing is, like, I'm not saying this because I feel like you need to do this because I think that it's more about finding your own body acceptance with the way that it looks. But have you ever thought about maybe wearing like some sexy underwear to make you feel better while having sex or not? Yeah. I, you I, see what I, I'm trying to get at? Oh yeah, absolutely. I, do you know what? We've got date night on Thursday and oh it's the first time I'm self. I'm moist the very thought of it more because we're going to a really amazing restaurant unless oh, they're not willing. God, I'm so um, but uh, I don't own, I haven't owned really nice underwear for a fucking long time. Yeah. And I really want to go and get measured for my bra again because my tits have totally changed since before. I haven't had a, I haven't had a new nice bra since probably before Oliver was born. Yeah, which is awful, isn't it? That's so fucking no, it's shit. Reality, mate. I'm the same. I'm a nightmare for buying myself underwear. Yeah, I just never. I never. It's never enough of a priority to yeah. to book the appointment and go and get it done and buy something nice. I just don't. And if I, I don't like buying stuff online, not underwear, it, I've, you need to try it on because yeah. bras are fucking, I don't know who the fuck's making them, but there's not, <laughs> if you're this particular size, it doesn't mean it's going to fit you. You have no, to just go and try not. them on, don't you? Yeah. But, um, yeah. but the other thing is too, I do kind of, I like having my tits out for a little bit of nipple stimulation. Yeah. So maybe I'd miss that slightly. Um, yeah. although saying that if i'm lying down and rob's uh, <laughs> rob will go for my babe and i swear it takes him 15 minutes to find my actual nipple because he's like where where is it this just seems to be one big fat flat pancake where is oh yeah there it is <laughs> like scooping it up under my armpit and going, here you go mate it's here twink 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 <laughs> um but yeah i don't even know what the explanation is for why i i think in films women are definitely shown on top a lot but it's probably just to show their fucking bodies off isn't it it is and i also think that it unfairly glamorizes that process like 50 shades of gray when he's in the lift and he doesn't i'm pretty sure he shoves something up her fucking minge in the lift but there's a, a bit in it, there was a <laughs> there was a bit where he shoves a love egg in her Right. And there's no noise where the reality of that would be. Yeah, big time. Yeah. And then a little at the end. Yeah. yeah. But there's none of that. It would sound like a fucking wet welly in a puddle shoving that up there. And that's the thing is like, we are all so naively conditioned into thinking that that's what sex looks like and it doesn't and beauty looks like you know it's like the hand in hand (laughs) like everybody shits everyone pisses everyone has bogeys and we all get periods like girls get periods so you can't say that you can't compare yourself to anybody else because you don't know you know it's like it's just and also like it should be celebrated that you don't like if you don't want to have that sexual position if you don't like it regardless of whether he likes it, you need to kind of have that conversation because we say it time and time again, don't we? Like we both say, 
sex is not just about his pleasure it's about yours as well and if yeah. you're not enjoying it and it makes you feel awkward or insecure or shit then you yeah, just turn around something. and go sorry babes you know what? we say you. that but i think the difficult part is it's very it's all well and good saying that but it's in that moment having the yeah. confidence to say it that's the really hard part thing. yeah it is so hard to ever say anything that you feel like any sort of shame or embarrassment about basically isn't it it's like, yeah and you know what i can honestly say that even off the back of doing this podcast which is like quite a monumental thing because it's fairly new uh, even off the back of doing this it's given me more confidence to be like you know what if i wanted to talk to steve about that i don't need to have a drink to say it i could just say it say it well that's because we're talking about it so it normalizes it doesn't it It does so normalize it it's lush weird shit that no one wants to really ever admit to is that it's just fucking normal and it's okay to not like it as well and just be like actually i don't like that i've, yeah. always, I've always really struggled with that not now but um you know back in back in the day like even if a guy was going down on me and he wasn't doing it in a way that i liked it um because it's very fucking specific technique that i like but yeah. i would just kind of lie there and just be like oh this is a bit shit um do you want to just like stop that now you know like you just yeah. don't even you don't know how and you to... almost get like annoyed don't you like yeah. that feeling of like for fuck's sake come on <laughs> Uh, yeah so if you can all learn to just have the confidence to say it then we'd all have better sex lives Vic um I don't know whether you want to touch any more on sitting on top or sitting on top (laughs) or being on top or whether you would like to maybe move on to another story let's move on to another story okay so hey y'all I'm Kiki Palmer I'm an actress a singer an entrepreneur and a Virgo (laughs) just to name a few I'm proud to introduce you to the baby this is Kiki Palmer podcast exclusively on Amazon Music. I'm putting my friends, family, and some of the dopest experts in the hot seat to ask them the questions that have been burning in my mind. What happened to sitcoms? It's OnlyFans, only that. I want to know, so I asked my mom about it. On Baby This Is Kiki Palmer, no topic is off limits. Listen to Baby This Is Kiki Palmer exclusively on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app now. Many years ago, after my divorce, I was doing what you do with when your ex is a twat and you need some company. I went out with a friend. We were in a pub and there was a guy singing on stage. He was brilliant. His voice and his looks. Wow. Anyway, we ended up having a bit of a grope, swapped numbers. We text and called regularly for about six. No, it wasn't six weeks. I've made the six weeks up. It was about three weeks. Uh, it got quite heavy. And then... There was a bit of phone sex and texting going on. Needless to say, I was well up for a day and maybe a ride on his pony. So we met, had dinner. He invited me back to his. I was well up for it. He was hot, sexy, and I fancied the pants off of him. Anyway, we get down to it. It's good, fantastic sex. He's flipping me this way. He's flipping me that way. I'm having a blast until he screams, I'm coming. He pulls out. He shoots his load in his own face and mouth. I lay there with my jaw on the pillow. Then he jumps up, goes into the bathroom and washes his dick with flash with bleach. I was mortified. He came back into the bedroom and says, what's up? I say, why did you whip the condom off and shoot your load in your face? And two, why the fuck did you just bleach your dick? I have no recollection of his answer because I was up, dressed and out in a flash. LOL. (laughs) (laughs) And now I didn't go back and I lost his number. What a weirdo. Oh my fucking God. Flash. He is like flashing the penis. 
I'm I'm surprised that it hasn't already. That is going to do some serious damage. <laughs> Can you even like who does? Uh, I mean, oh. technically, that is what I was asking Rob to do when he had the shits. But <laughs> yeah, but on not his on his bum hole. penis. Yeah. I was like, "Can you just douche? Can you just douche Can with some bleach? Just douche your bum with some dettol." <laughs> I just I don't even know. Like, and also. To shoot coming in your the face. in your own face is quite tactical. It's unnecessary. It's how are you uh, going to get where's, that angle? What's the thrill? I don't get it. Like coming on yourself in and your own face. And you've got to have face. quite a good shot there to get right into the face, haven't you? I from where would you are. Say that he's practiced that quite a lot. I'm going to say that's not the first time he's done it. No, What's I wonder what um, smell of flash it was because I am partial to a bit of flash. <laughs> But would you want another go on it knowing that he would then be entering you with a detolly dick? Um, it would smell better than Rob's balls. <laughs> Anything so... would smell better than balls. I, don't, I think if you're listening, and I don't know that you are, babe, but if you are listening, can we urge you to stop detolling your dick or, or no, flash, it's not flash good spraying for you. your dick? It isn't great for the environment, let alone your penis. To put any sort of... Well, it's like douching. I bleaching... Don't substance on your skin i remember watching a documentary years ago and it was about like this coven of women i think men might have been in it as well it was british and they were witches but it was effectively like a sex coven and um what she... was it a documentary yeah i really watch weird documentaries and um they were basically talking about their sex lives and about like their multiple partners and everything and if they had sex with men they would douche with bleach they oh. would actually douche their vaginas with bleach. And I remember being like, oh my God, is that something I meant to do for like a split second? And then being like, no, Lauren, no, that's not something you're meant no. to do. And then there was actually a bit that says, we do not recommend anybody douche with bleach. Because it's, yeah, it's you just, you didn't even I mean, douche with fucking water, let alone fucking no. Dettol. We're, we're just reminded that the vagina is a self cleaning organism. organism. You do not need anything on that little foof. Just let it flannel. be natural. Other than a flannel. Oh. I, I, you know, I question the flannel, I'm not going to lie. I don't <laughs> Clean know flannel, there is nothing wrong with a little clean flannel dab. Are you going on, are you just doing the outside or are you like opening the curtains and having a little wipe down? Oh, we, we got to go full. So you are opening the curtains? Opening the curtains. Yeah. I don't go in. I don't go up, Vic. Okay. Because I don't do an internal flannel. That would be awful. Yeah. It just makes me think of those magic tricks where they're just continuously pulling the hankies out of the sleeve. <laughs> it would be but like I also that. sometimes like to just lay a little towel on the floor. I fill the, the basin up with water <laughs> and I'll just literally dip my vagina in. Um, yeah, I just... So back to the knob flashing guy. Just... What a disappointment though. Because, you know, it's like... It just, had such she really liked him, him and yeah. it went a waste of three weeks. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> is a waste up. of three, not all, or potentially six weeks because I added six another weeks. three weeks on top of. Yeah, it is an, a real fucking waste. But and, I have uh, always had a thing for musicians though, so I can understand the lure of a man, yeah. a musical man. Just well, let this be a cautionary it. tale to all of you. Just because somebody appears super duper hot, it doesn't mean that they won't turn into a witchly grub or come in their own face. You've been warned. You have been warned by several women which way this could go. Nothing like really weird like that has ever happened to me. No. Which I feel a bit disappointed about because I'm like, oh, I want a story like that. 
Um, yeah. Although saying that, um, we're living vicariously through our stories on this oh, podcast, absolutely. aren't we? Absolutely. I love it. I love the stories. I love the fact that they are, some of them are so fucking obscure that you're like, huh? how has this happened? <laughs> how did that happen? How is that a thing? I love the fact that it's a thing. I think the, the bottom line of all of these stories is that if you just randomly make something up in your mind that you think is so fucking obscure and bizarre yeah. and that no one would ever do that, guaranteed somebody somewhere in the world has fucking done it when it yeah. comes to sex yeah <laughs> i would or love a, to I... see the first sex toy i'm pretty sure i went to some sort of weird creepy sex museum somewhere when i was on holiday once and saw like a 200 year old dildo oh 200 years old no imagine the stench was it made on of stone uh it was made of glass i think it was oh like oh my god now that's fancy you know like um i think you can buy glass dildos now i'm sure yeah you can um, oh, they're, they're up market though they are aren't they? i'll be honest with you i like something that vibrates i'm not gonna fuck around with a glass one yeah me neither it's static nah what nah. was the point nah. absolutely and like, i'm, I'm quite i love a sex toy i'm not gonna lie i do do you yeah i do what's your collection looking like i've only got three one of them shit but yeah. they're all they're all clit stimulators for me yeah same I'm, I'm not interested you know if i've already got a penis in there i don't need a, a rabbit in there as well what about on your own? I, I bought a rabbit. I bought my first vibrate when I was 18. Yeah, I must have been about 19 when I got mine. Um, me and my best mate went to Ann Summers and just laughed hysterically the whole way around, of course. Um, and we both bought a rampant rabbit. And it was the most nuts thing ever. I did not enjoy it at all. No, it, neither it did, did like, I. Um, never enjoyed it. I only ever used the little bunny bit that's where the clit is. I never used the other part. Same. And you know, when I'm quite, a, I'm just greedy. I'm just like, I want to get there quickly because you know that it feels you know that it feels good when you get there and so like sometimes i'll be like oh i'm just gonna wind myself up a little bit but 90 percent of the time i'm like i want to feel that orgasm yeah now. let's do it remember let's we've got the seven minutes go put a timer on bow, 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 bow. yeah i, I should time myself I, I don't even think i'd make it to seven minutes like if i was a man i would be a a premature ejaculator with that shadow of a doubt I get way too ex- oh, 100% I get way too excited and I would literally enter into the girl and I would come straight away um, how the fuck did we get to sex toys from bleaching knobs I have no idea just, it's just all round I just feel really sorry for her because she had to witness that and the fact that he didn't just go oh I'm guessing he obviously felt it was totally normal but it's the fact that he didn't go oh just to give you a quick heads up babe I like to come in my own face and I like to bleach my knob afterwards. Are you all right with that? Yeah, but the, the answer is no. generally going to be no. I imagine the reaction that he's had every single time that he's done it. Has been... Yeah, there's a reason why <laughs> that guy's single. Mm-hmm. You think we, have we got time for another story then? Well, I've got a, I've got a little one. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, let's share that then, definitely. <laughs> okay, so um, talking of fleshlights, my friend used to stuff an empty loo roll with ham... <laughs> And have oh. a go on it. <laughs> I was, you know, when you're like, I won't share it, but I laughed so many times oh reading my it. God. And she said, Why do I know this? Because he's an oversharer. Uh, <laughs> I want to be friends with this dude. 
Fucking... How much ham? I'm guessing it's wafer thin and not hand carved. I'd say so. Yeah. No, maybe a thick bit. Like, you know, the bit that you get from the delicatessen that's like proper hand cut. That's better, right? Wafer thin. Uh, no, I think, I think in wafer thin, you could really pack it out. Yeah, but it's going to break. It's like fucking paper, mate. What you, he's trying to recreate. He's obviously heard someone refer to yeah, the vagina he's got as a ham a to- sandwich. Yeah, but he's got a toilet roll holder. Too literally. <laughs> he's got a toilet roll holder. So you can't have a, a good old bit of hand carved, can you? Because you wouldn't be able to get the it to fit in there and then your dick you'd need wafer thin do you think he made a sandwich out of it afterwards i mean as looking bit... at what point do you look down at your dick in a loo roll with ham and go i've made this a lot of sexy. bad choices in my life <laughs> this <laughs> so, is so sexy this is, this is one of them yeah i mean it's one way to that is, a di- that is diy taken to the fucking max that i is. wonder i wonder if you'll find that on pinterest for kids craft <laughs> Hopefully not kids craft and that'd be fun. Imagine things to do with a used toilet roll. <laughs> oh god! Specialized made out of ham and toilet rolls. Wait, no need to right. Toilet rolls aren't like that long. So if he had a big schlong, it would poke out the other end. Oh, I definitely think it's poking out the other end. But then maybe that's giving the illusion of something. I well, not end. a vagina because I ain't got a fucking hole at the end. Neither <laughs> do I. <laughs> Or but a beggars, beggars can't be choosers. Maybe he's tagging on two toilet rolls. Yeah, maybe. Right? Or but oh no, better still, fucking um, uh, kitchen roll paper. That's oh, that's a longer that tube. That would be isn't a it? good one. Yeah, but then what an the, excellent the advert for bounce. It can clean your floors and once it's done, no need to throw it away. You can turn it into a minge-loving, cock-fucking thing that just needs to have ham added. It's a ham roll. Isn't it a bit dry ham? Wouldn't there be a bit of like Maybe you need to butter it. Oh, what, the penis or the ham? Well, both. Why not? (laughs) Just quite Absolutely a bit of cream there. You know, we are giving men so many ideas. Oh no, and yet again, another food source ruined. <laughs> well, it depends. It really depends on what you are looking at here. Because if you like your wafer thin, then that's ruined. But if you like your hand carved, then or, uh, I personally think hand carved would not allow any room for the penis. Oh, because it's so thick. And then once you rolled it up, it's like, yeah. okay. That's, it's just going to be it's not gonna it's gonna be shunting the ham out the other end i just imagine that the (laughs) much like an inferior kitchen towel once it gets a bit moist it will just come apart and just be all like claggy and stick to his willy maybe the ultimate ending for him that he just really wants is a human vagina (laughs) i mean that's a given but i'm thinking maybe for the toilet roll to break apart and then what he has left in his hand is the ham and then he eats it. Oh yeah. Get I rid mean, of the evidence. Wow. Get rid of the wow. evidence. <laughs> that that makes the it's lollipop bumhole story very normal. It does, doesn't it? I yeah. mean, all of these stories just make all of the other filthy stories just seem normal. <laughs> That's what we're doing. We're just normalizing. We are normalizing shit. weird shit. <laughs> yeah. Completely fucking normalizing it. <laughs>
I, I mean, is it weird for me to say I just want to watch him do it? Um, well, yeah, <laughs> I would say that. I mean, I'm not, I just want to find it doubly repulsive. <laughs> I think that once I watched it, I would then probably be disturbed and need help. Um, I mean, I'm never, ever going to look at a toilet roll the same ever again. And I've always got a fucking used toilet roll knocking around upstairs because Rob refuses to take them downstairs. In fact, maybe there's a maybe. <laughs> they just mysteriously disappear where are they going what would you use let's just remember if, uh, or he would definitely use a slice of edam slice of edam no the edam's yeah. exclusively for the vadges remember well, you know what i i think that it's versatile enough to be tunneled or funneled into a toilet roll holder and fucked yeah, well, I mean, I love that ham story. That's just so funny. I, well, I just thought it was perfect, especially, obviously, post your brother. Uh, I mean, and his... no, my brother wasn't that creative. That is creativity at its finest. As a 13-year-old boy, I'm disappointed that he had to use your dad's credit card to, uh, you know, to buy one when he could have just used the resources at home. Exactly. That He would not have got a Blue Peter badge for that. I think anybody that is that resourceful to wank into should no, get a Blue Peter badge. No, that's what I'm saying older ham sandwich boy should but not my brother he doesn't no. send one maybe he could get one in retrospect he could apply for it now yeah and send in but a do drawing you have to send in pictures send in a drawing as proof of the contraption <laughs> <laughs> you insert your penis and do you insert penis when it's floppy or do you when it's flaccid or when it's erect i think you would probably have to start yeah. off flaccid and then build up yeah. but maybe the something. excitement of assembling it would make him all erect and too excited because you have to well i don't, you I don't then imagine the fact that you're going to put it on your knob and then yeah. you get excited by that oh i've got honey roast ham in that's what your <laughs> mum comes home she's like oh i've got the <laughs> mega family bag of honey roast ham and you've got a boner uh so uh vic i i feel like we have come to a natural pause of the the delights in which we have encompassed this episode <laughs> did that i i don't actually understand what you've said <laughs> <laughs> but i'll roll with it um it was uh just it was a bit like coming in my own face and then bleaching my vagina that's what it felt like today and i can only wish that if that ever were to happen that i would be there to watch it I mean, how would I come in my own face? I'd love to see that. It'd be quite the You'd sight. have to, like, catch it and throw it in at yourself. I don't even know what I'm catching. A guff of air? <laughs> a tiny, small slither of something that's just collected around your pubic hair. I could make a Dutch oven under the duvet and then just, you know, cum guff underneath it and a breathe it guff, in. guff, yeah. That's what I'll do. Just breathe in the air. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> maybe people who are incredibly flexible could get their faces round into that position, but I think you probably have too many ribs that would obstruct that. Yeah, I can sort of a little bit get there. I mean, I can smell my own fanny most days, so I can smell it from sitting up, right though. What mine? Yeah, <laughs> I can smell it from Portsmouth. You stinky cunt. <laughs> Excuse me, I flannel. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Um, right okay Vic uh, I think before we go what do we need to say as always keep sending your stories to us please on our no holes bad Instagram page you can DM us or oh my god are you going to say the email you address fucking, today you've just stolen my life I know I bet you don't even know the email address I do know the fucking email address <laughs> or 
or you can email us at noholesbarredpodcast at gmail.com. I also said plopcast. I yeah, think. you did say plopcast. It's not plopcast, it's podcast. podcast. I was podcast. so close to nailing that then. I'm so cross at you for stealing my line. No, I'm I, sorry. I, was, I was horrified then. I was we'll, actually... we'll just go, we'll go back to our roles as normal next Don't week. Don't you dare step on my toes. <laughs> <laughs> and please, please remember to rate, rate and subscribe. We, again, we have no idea what the fuck it means, but we just know that it's important to yeah, us. It's it integral. Is. To, to our, our beings yeah overallness um and that leaves nothing else to say but see you next tuesday see you next tuesday <laughs> bye bye right where's that flash Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel-Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.